All right. Welcome to um, day eight. No, I'm sorry. Day 15, quarter two, Luke chapter eight in our year-long study of the New Testament. And in Luke chapter eight, Jesus taught some important parables to those he spoke to. He performed many miracles. Um, some of the healing he did, you know, was obviously amazing. Um, sending the evil spirits out of the man and into a herd of pigs that plunged off the cliff. That was probably a little bit scary to people. Uh, the, definitely said in the in the chapter there how the people were scared of that. But but of course, many of the other things. Um, were just amazing, and uh, the healing that he performed and changed people's lives. I'll go ahead and read some of the verses about healing from chapter 8, starting with verse 40. Okay. This is verse 40. On the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with him, he was surrounded by the crowds. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately, the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it, and Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realized that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking to her, a messenger arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. He told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But when Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just have faith and she will be healed. When they arrived at the house, Jesus wouldn't let anyone go in except him, uh, go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the little girl's father and mother. The house was filled with people weeping and wailing, but he said, Stop the weeping. She isn't dead. She's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him because they all knew she had died. Then Jesus took her by the hand and said in a loud voice, My child, get up. And at that moment, her life returned, and she immediately stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. So that that first story uh, is such a good one uh, because Jesus explains to the woman that it is her faith uh, that, you know, allowed the awesome power of God to heal her. I think that reminds all of us that our our lives can be so different, so amazing if we if in our hearts we really believe in the power that Jesus has, the power of the Holy Spirit living in us to do miraculous things. That lady knew that Jesus had the power to heal. In the second story, Jesus reminds Jairus to just have faith and and not be afraid. And um, our pastor 
at Crossings yesterday talked about um, that a little bit in his sermon about faith and how faith is the ability to believe uh, that what you hope for will actually come true. But I looked up a little bit uh, on what writer and, you know, theologian Tim Keller offers on um, the subject of faith. And he says um, that faith has different levels, content, affirmation, and commitment. And the first level, content, is more what it is that you believe. It's, you know, for example, we believe Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sins, just kind of in general. But affirmation, second level, goes a little bit deeper. That's when a person reaches the point where they believe it applies to them personally in a meaningful way. Um, Like perhaps... Um, if you believe that Christ's love can specifically change and impact your life um, or or that Christ's love is superior to anything else in life. And, and that is affirmation. And lastly, the third level of faith is commitment where you can truly rest in that promise. Uh, that you can maybe, for example, you choose to follow God above everything else. It leads to action. And maybe you follow and, and, and are willing to follow even if that comes at great cost to you. That's commitment. That's the third level. So Luke chapter 8 is, is very much about faith, and I encourage you to read through the rest of that chapter. You hear, hear some good parables that Jesus offered to the people um, at that time. And faith, of course, is one of the huge concepts in the in the Bible, and so important to each of us in in our in our lives and the way we grow and mature uh, in our Christian walk. And I always enjoy the way Tim Keller says things and explains things. It's very profound. Sometimes he can, in just a few words, take a really difficult concept and explain it so well. So that's why I mentioned him a little bit um, in this topic of faith today. So I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for um, oh, what faith offers us. Help us to grow our faith, and, and, and the gift of faith for people that have it is such a, such a blessing to be able to go through life and to, you know, in, in some sort of deep way, know, just know in your heart that not only is, is, was Jesus's life real, that he walked the earth, that he died and that that results in our being saved and that our and that results if we believe in in our ability to come to you god and be in your presence and that you accept us and um thank you for that gift lord we 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 know that all good things come from you so it is a gift and our part is just to participate in that and accept that and to give ourselves 
uh, to that which you call us to do. So help us to do that, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.